Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Chronicles chapter 12 After Rehoboam's position as king was established, and he had become strong, he and all Israel with him abandoned the law of the Lord. Because they had been unfaithful to the Lord, Shishak, king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem in the fifth year of King Rehoboam. With 1,200 chariots and 60,000 horsemen and the innumerable troops of Libyans, Sukites, and Cushites that came with him from Egypt, he captured the fortified cities of Judah and came as far as Jerusalem. Then the prophet Shemaiah came to Rehoboam and to the leaders of Judah who had assembled in Jerusalem for fear of Shishak, and he said to them, This is what the Lord says, You have abandoned me, therefore I now abandon you to Shishak. The leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, The Lord is just. When the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, this word of the Lord came to Shemaiah. Since they have humbled themselves, I will not destroy them, but will soon give them deliverance. My wrath will not be poured out on Jerusalem through Shishak. They will, however, become subject to him, so that they may learn the difference between serving me and serving the kings of other lands. When Shishak, king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem, he carried off the treasures of the temple of the Lord and the treasures of the royal palace. He took everything, including the gold shields Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and assigned these to the commanders of the guard on duty at the entrance to the royal palace. Whenever the king went to the Lord's temple, the guards went with him, bearing the bronze shields, and afterward they returned them to the guard room. Because Rehoboam had humbled himself, the Lord's anger turned from him, and he was not totally destroyed. Indeed, there was some good in Judah. King Rehoboam established himself firmly in Jerusalem and continued as king. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord that had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name. His mother's name was Nama. She was an Ammonite. He did evil because he had not set his heart on seeking the Lord. As for the events of Rehoboam's reign, from beginning to end, are they not written in the records of Shemaiah the prophet and of Edo the seer that deal with genealogies? There was continual warfare between Rehoboam and Jeroboam. Rehoboam rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David, and Abijah his son succeeded him as king. So Rehoboam started fairly well. He listened uh, to the word of the Lord and averted a war, but apparently he um, quickly was led astray. In verse 1, after Rehoboam's position as king was established and he had become strong, he and all Israel with him abandoned the law of the Lord. And so this cycle of godliness and then backsliding was consistent from the time of Judges, sadly. And so their sin is followed by God removing his protective hand, reading from verse 2. Because they had been unfaithful to the Lord, Shishak, king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem in the fifth year of King Rehoboam. 
with 1,200 chariots and 60,000 horsemen and innumerable troops of Libyan, Sukites, and Cushites that came with him from Egypt. He captured the fortified cities of Judah and came as far as Jerusalem. And then um, a prophecy is given about God's judgment at Egypt's hand, and the prophecy comes out as unconditional, in other words, irrevocable. But uh, when repentance follows the unconditional prophecy, the Lord relents. And so verse 5, Then the prophet Shemaiah came to Rehoboam and to the leaders of Judah, who had assembled in Jerusalem for fear of Shishak. And he said to them, This is what the Lord says, You have abandoned me, therefore I abandon you to Shishak. Now that's pretty unwavering. You know, I'm giving you over to this um, Egyptian invader. Then the leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said, The Lord is just. What he decreed is right. Uh, we have abandoned the Lord, and therefore his judgment is right. When the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the word of the Lord again came to the prophet Shemaiah, saying, Since they have humbled themselves, I will not destroy them, but will soon give them deliverance. My wrath will not be poured out on Jerusalem through Shishak. And so um, they were defeated by the Shishak, but they didn't experience the wrath of God through Shishak. Shishak, however, attacked Jerusalem, and he carried off the treasures of the temple of the Lord. Now, it says he took everything, the treasures of the temple of the Lord. This happened many times in Israel's history. We don't know whether he took um, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, you know, the, uh, the mercy seat, uh, the golden altar of incense, the menorah and all that. But it says he took everything. So we have to assume everything was taken to Egypt. Friends, we don't know if it was ever brought back, whether they had to fabricate new ones or what the deal was. But these temple treasures were taken down to Egypt. And um, Rehoboam humbled himself. And it says because Rehoboam humbled himself, the Lord's anger turned from him. And um, he reigned in Jerusalem for 17 years and there was, um, in the meantime, continual warfare between his group in the south and Jeroboam's group in the north. Then he was succeeded by Abijah, his son. But I want to back up to this unconditional prophecy for a minute. There's several examples of unconditional prophecy in the scripture, or seeming unconditional prophecy, where the Lord uh, relents because of the response of the people. I'll give you one example. Jonah was told to go to Nineveh and to give a prophetic word saying, in 40 days, Nineveh is going to be destroyed. And uh, no wiggle room, 40 days. So first day, 40 days. The next day, he goes out again. In 39 days, Nineveh is going to be destroyed. Next day, 38 days, Nineveh is going to be destroyed, and so forth. Well, the people of Nineveh repented. And so the Lord decided to have mercy on the people of Nineveh. And um, in that case, Jonah, you may recall, was put out with God because he wanted to see Nineveh judged. But nevertheless, the hearts of the people humbled themselves toward God, and the Lord relented and said, I won't destroy them. He did the same thing again in this case uh, with Judah. And so, friends, there may be situations in our lives where we deserve the judgment of God where we actually are aware that we've sinned and we've turned against the Lord and, you know, something terrible is, is headed our way and we actually deserve it. Friends, it's never too late to ask God to show mercy. It's never too late to repent. It's never too late to humble yourself. It's never too late to say, Lord, forgive me. And if you have to say, Lord, forgive me a hundred thousand times, by all means, say, Lord, forgive me and mean it and turn from your sin. 
And if you stumble again, ask the Lord again for forgiveness. Humble yourselves. So, Lord, we ask that you would forgive us. Like Israel, we've been led astray many times. Some of us more than others. Some of us more blatantly than others. But nevertheless, all of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We ask you, Lord, to forgive us. We ask that you would accept the substitutionary sacrifice for our sins. And Lord, we ask that you would cleanse us with the blood of Jesus from our sins. Help us, Lord, to walk in obedience. Help us to express our love to you by the way we obey your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.